You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect diaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hey guys, welcome to the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you so much for being here. So, if you guys have been listening since the very first podcast episode, first of all, thank you so much. And second of all, you probably already know a little bit more about the journey behind Balkan Bread and how exactly I started this business back in March. So, One of the things that I asked you guys in the podcast, or I guess I just kind of mentioned it, was if you wanted to hear a little bit more about the technical side of how I started my business, and I kind of touched on how I came up with the idea, but I didn't really go too much into detail when it came into... For instance, how I go about printing all of the clothes and, you know, how to start e-commerce online and that kind of thing. So that is what this episode is going to be about. So if you're not too interested in, I guess, entrepreneurship, then maybe don't watch this or don't listen to this, I should say. I don't know. But I want to talk about it in the context, not just about starting your own business, but kind of a broader sense of let's say you have this idea and you want to make it happen but you just don't really know where to start that's more along the lines of what I'm going to be talking about today so what inspired me to do another episode about this was actually a message that we got on Twitter so we do have a Twitter account it's just at Balkan Bread go check it out, but you guys have been sending in some questions on there, and I've gotten a few messages just for other podcast episode ideas and whatnot, so I received a message last week from someone, and I'm gonna go ahead and read it out to you guys, so the message says, hi Amina, so I just listened to your first podcast segment and loved it. I was wondering if you could do another segment of how you brought your idea to life, the technical process, etc. I know you mentioned in the podcast you could do one to discuss this. A couple of friends and I have had this idea for almost two years now and brainstormed till this day. Any insight would be super helpful. So first of all, thank you Nadina for sending in your question. And second of all, I just want to say that I think it's really awesome that you guys are still kind of standing behind this idea and you're still brainstorming and talking about it. It must be something that's really important to you guys or just something of real interest, something that you're super interested in. So I think that's really awesome. And yeah, I guess I'm just going to dive right in. You might already be doing some of these things that I'm going to talk about, but I definitely think they're good to kind of reiterate and just get you on the right track in terms of bringing this idea into fruition. So the very first general tip is super, super simple, and I feel like a lot of the things that I'm going to be covering are pretty straightforward in a sense. I'm definitely going to talk a little bit more about my personal experiences and elaborate on each thing but 
honestly, it's really like it is hard, but the whole process, me saying everything, it's not going to sound super hard. It's definitely easier said than done. But the first thing is just writing down your idea. So think about what exactly you're going to need to get it started, whether that's certain people, you know, certain resources, time, that kind of thing. And my favorite thing is to just have a designated notebook for all of these ideas. So that way, whenever something like pops into your mind, you can just write it down. I'm really bad with remembering things. Um, And also, like I said in the first episode, I mean, how I started Balkan Bread and got that idea, it was literally through a note that I'd written on my phone and forgotten about. So even if it's just writing them in your phone, that's completely okay. I like to also have like a hard copy notebook. I actually have one sitting next to me right now that my cousin got me and I've just packed it full with ideas, you know, and these ideas are things that I don't even know if I'm going to do them like for another year. I honestly have no clue. I think when you start your own business and when you have this great idea in your head, you're just like, oh my gosh, and then we could do this and this and nothing seems so impossible because you've already kind of conquered that step. So I have some pretty wild things (laughs) written in here that I have no clue if they're even going to happen, but you just never know. And having that hard copy is really going to make it more of what's the best way to say this it's going to make it more real and you're going to look at it and be like okay you know this is something that I want to do this is what it is and now I can kind of take the next step and see where I want to take this idea so first step is literally just writing it down which like I said you may have already kind of done this but definitely just write down exactly what you're thinking of doing you know even if you're not 100% sure on it or have a couple different I don't know ideas surrounding it it's totally fine just write everything down and then in a business context and I guess even just in a general idea like let's say you were planning out an event or I don't know you're doing something for like a club or what may have you that type of thing you have to consider a few different questions so the first thing is what's the need for your idea like do people actually want this so if it's a product that you're selling you know do you have a target market for that and if so like what is your market and is there a need for your item so I'm just going to keep using Balkan bread as an example because that's just what I know best. But for instance, like from Balkan bread in general, you know, there's really nowhere you can go and buy a really, you know, cute Instagrammable sweatshirt that has something in relation to the Balkans. You know, there's literally nothing like that. I mean, there's shirts that say Bosnia or Croatia or Serbia or whatever but they're not really something that you would kind of wear out in public so for me you know that's essentially what it was and I knew there were people who anytime we see a mention of home we get so excited even if it's just somebody you know mentioning our country and they're like oh wait are you Bosnian or are you this or oh my gosh you know I know where that country is and I I always get super excited about it so that's the idea behind the clothes and that's the emotional connection so you really need to think about that and you know think about if this is something that already exists um I'll touch on that a little bit later but 
yeah, definitely is there a need for this? And then the next thing is feasibility. So what resources are you going to need? So that kind of goes back into writing it down. So what kind of people are you going to need to be in contact with? And what kind of, you know, I guess other tangible things are necessary for you to take this to the next level? And the last thing would be something that I would think about a little bit further on, but if you are turning this into some kind of business, is there a viable model behind it? So like, what's your business model going to look like? You know, are you going to be making a commission off of everything? Are you putting all the money back into the business? You know, are you keeping this much of a percentage of it? You know, those are just things to think about and it seems kind of overwhelming and kind of crazy that you're even considering that, but I also wanted to say that since I am, you know, going on that kind of business tangent, don't feel like no matter what type of business you're trying to start, don't feel like it has to be something like so revolutionary and like amazing. And, you know, of course you want it to be like, that's completely normal. But I mean, I've seen people that, you know, they're making so much money and they're selling like the most like obscure things that you would never think people could make money off of that. Yet there is like a target market for that. And I think it's insane. So definitely don't let that kind of stop you and I think it's hard because people look at Balkan Brad and they look at that emotional connection behind everything and it's something where I never really wanted this to be just about like selling some t-shirts which you know if that's what you want to do it's completely okay there's nothing wrong with that but for me it was just this whole big picture kind of thing so definitely just it all depends, like I said, on your idea and on the product or the service or whatever you're do, trying to do, how in tune that is with you. This just happens to be like my business just happens to be something that is so in tune with who I am as a person. So for me, it's makes more sense. It's almost logical to want to make it something that is so big and something that connects people. But don't feel like it has to be that way. So I hope that makes sense. I know that was like such a convoluted answer, but definitely just something to think about. So the next thing I would say is to just think about what kind of market you're going into. So I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is just failing to do their research and they'll think of this product and you know they'll say they want to I don't know, sell something affordable, you know, in this type of market, whatever. And you're kind of thinking, you're like, that sounds pretty cool, but I swear there's something already similar, something that's already out there for that type of thing. And it doesn't really make too much sense for you to go after it because there's already a ton of people doing that, which definitely don't let competition like discourage you or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, you might have this idea, but just consider like does it already exist because the worst thing is if you didn't do research and you're going off and let's say you're super serious about this idea and you're going and talking to people and you know maybe even pitching your idea and people are kind of giving you this look and saying well you know have you heard of so and so or have you heard of this company because that's kind of what they do you know and then oftentimes those people are going to ask you like so if you do that then what do you do differently you know what sets you apart from those other people so it can be so hard to differentiate yourself from 
or competition, whoever that may be. But the one thing, the one driving factor that if you really want to be a successful business person, I believe is that you have to have something that makes you unique. You have to learn how to differentiate yourself because that is going to be the core of your business. And if you don't have that, then you really have nothing. So don't try and do something that you don't believe in or something that just doesn't seem right you have to find that one thing like what really makes this idea different you know and you could take something so simple and turn it into you know something different and something that people are actually going to want to buy so I'm trying to think of examples that I could give you but definitely just think about that differentiation quality and just know that if you're If you don't feel like your idea is kind of obscure and kind of out there, then it's probably not the right idea. You're probably just playing it safe and you kind of need to go back into the brainstorming process just a little bit more to tweak that idea and really make it a reality. So that's that for that point. Um, Let's see what else I've got on here. I have a ton of things that just written down coming to my mind before I go off on way too many tangents, but Another thing that I've got written down is collaborate with others and don't be afraid to ask for help. So I was lucky enough to be put in this situation where the type of business that I'm starting is one that I've already built some type of network around. You know, it's not where I'm going into it completely blindsided. I already know a ton of people from the Balkans. You know, I know a ton of people that create content and are photographers so it's not like I don't have those resources available to me but let's say you wanted to I don't know start something like a cookbook or I don't know publish a recipe or something like that and maybe you don't know anybody that is in that type of industry so it's time for you to kind of branch out there and see like, hey, who can I get connected with that could offer me some type of advice? And it doesn't even have to be anything super crazy or super big, you know, for anything, they might just give you another connection to someone that they know, or maybe you will end up sending them over like your recipe and just having them look over it and give you some advice. It doesn't have to be anything too crazy in the beginning. You just kind of have to start somewhere and you have to ask people what they think about your idea and just be very, gosh, I don't want to say harsh, but just be realistic. And I know when I first had this idea, I thought it was like the worst idea ever. I was like, there's no way people are going to want this type of stuff. Like this is totally not going to work or maybe not a hundred percent feeling that way, but I definitely had that feeling in the back of my mind. Like this could completely fail, which is something that I touched on in the first episode, but As soon as I asked my friends and I even asked my mom who I knew would give me probably the most real honest answer and after hearing them say that this was something they could get behind, that made me feel so good about it and so just like, oh my gosh, this is great. So definitely don't be afraid to ask for help and when you're asking people though, I will say definitely go to people that 
like I said, are either in that type of industry that you're looking to get into or people that would be your target market. So like your actual customers. So the reason, you know, that I asked my mom, obviously not just because she's my mom, but because she's someone who fits into that target market that I'm going after. And same goes for all of my other Balkan friends, you know, so definitely don't be afraid to put yourself out there and see what people have to say about your idea. Another thing is going along with investing your time and not investing money, which I know probably sounds kind of wrong or counterintuitive because the first thing a lot of people think of when they think of starting their own business is, hey, I need money, I need capital, I need all these things, and if I don't have that, then I can't start, but that is completely false and while later down the road you're definitely going to need those things you don't need that in the beginning you don't need it in this like brainstorming kind of phase like you definitely don't the worst thing you could do honestly is get all this money together even if you have it and then just blow it on something and it doesn't even work because you didn't put in the time and the effort and the energy into thinking about what you were actually investing in you were like oh yeah you know I'm just gonna keep doing and doing and trying is something that I will talk about in a little bit but you also have to be kind of strategic and smart about it in the beginning you know you definitely don't want to go completely broke doing this and a lot of people are afraid in that sense because they're like well you know I'm not the best with managing money or I really don't have a lot to get started and honestly you don't because like I said this is all trial and error and this is all just the beginning stage so when should you start investing then that's probably the next thing people are going to ask is once you feel confident in your idea and you feel like you've done enough research you've talked to enough people you know for the most part at least what you're going to be doing and what you need to get there, then I think it's okay to say, hey, I want to, you know, invest this much money into, you know, getting this, I don't know, like machine to make this type of product for my business. I'm just going very bare with these examples, but that's going to make you feel so much better because you're investing in resources without feeling like you're throwing all this money around and not really knowing like what you're going to do with it all. So there's a lot of people out there that they might already have all this money and it's like, okay, great. You know, you could take this and turn it into something, but there's very few people who are actually the ones that are going to sit down and think about it strategically before just like, putting all of this um, investment into it so investing your time in the beginning time is something that you can never get back money is something that you know even if you do go broke or in debt or whatever there is always an opportunity for you to get that back but time you can never get back like point blank not just in this whole business perspective but in life in general that is the one thing that is going to cost you for sure so After you've come to the consensus of, hey, I have this idea, I'm pretty clear on what it is and what I want from it, you can kind of go into testing it out and seeing like, okay, I have it, let's see if this is actually going to work, let's see if this is something that people can get behind, so... Definitely, I know you probably want a roadmap for how things are going to play out and be like, okay, as soon as I, you know, do this, this is going to happen and 
I wish it was like that and I wish there was a roadmap to entrepreneurship, but there really isn't. Like you can ask anyone, there is no right or wrong way to go about doing things and everyone's definition of success is going to be completely different when we're talking in this sense, you know, people who aren't interested in entrepreneurship at all, their definition of success is going to be something different. It's going to be, you know, I'm working this job and making this much money and all these things, whatever, but, you know, they're probably still not happy. I mean, point blank, I don't know. So don't let those people discourage you and make you think that you're crazy and that this is like, I wouldn't say a dumb idea, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say like, oh, good luck with that. Like, that's never going to work kind of thing or oh, that's cute, you know, when I first, like, and even to this day, I will have people who, oh my gosh, I'll have people who are so supportive, and I love you guys so much, because I think if I didn't have this type of network and these type of people surrounding my business, then it probably, you know, it still wouldn't, it wouldn't even be existing right now, so I love you guys, and I love all of the positive comments and things, and just the messages that I get are absolutely, like, incredible, but even though that is a thing, there are still people out there who think I'm just making t-shirts, and that's that. Like, they think it's just some kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, in the beginning, definitely, this will all start out as a side hustle. Totally get that. Like, that's that's just how it is, you know? But they think, oh, that's cute. Like, you sell shirts. Like, that's great. And I'm just like, no, like, this is, this is a revolution. <laughs> like, I don't think you understand what this is going to be. Like, this is going to be something that is going to continue for years to come. This isn't just going to be some silly little clothing line. Like, oh my gosh. But of course, you can't just like throw that on someone because then they're like, oh my gosh, you're attacking me, you know, like chill. But I mean, have your vision and don't lose sight of it no matter what someone else has to say. So anyway, the number one thing that I believe stops people from trying and becoming their own bosses is fear specifically fear of failing people are so afraid to fail and it honestly amazes me how true that is people just want to get everything right they want to get it all right on the first try and I understand like there are certain situations and certain things that you don't want to fail and you want to do good that's completely fine that's human nature but if you are going into this type of you know business and this type of situation you cannot be afraid to fail you're going to fail so much. I mean, there's so many examples of people who are successful. I don't even want to say business people, but oh gosh, like JK Rowling and how she had sent Harry Potter to, gosh, I don't remember the exact, like I'm trying to think how many times her book got rejected essentially before it eventually ended up being published and turned into something incredible or even like Meryl Streep I remember seeing something about her and how she auditioned for this film and you guys know Meryl Streep she's an incredible actress but she didn't get the role because you know she wasn't pretty enough or something like that and there's so many people out there that have been rejected and I think just because we see all of those highlights from their lives we think that everything has been a breeze for them but that's not the truth so just know that you can fail but that's fine like you're gonna learn from it and honestly if you let this fear get in the way 
you're not going to get anywhere which is a really brutal thing to say but it's so true like if fear is something that's keeping you from bringing this to life then that sucks because a lot of people have ideas but very few people are actually going to go out there and turn them into something you know i can be talking to people and oh yeah i got this one idea and you know i might go after it but i just don't really know like you need to own your idea point blank like if this is something that you really really want you need to own it and you can't just act like it's some little i don't know thing like it has to be something that's important to you so i think this is going to force you to toughen up a little bit and be open to receiving criticisms um this is something that's hard i think on anyone especially when you're first starting out with this you know people are gonna say certain things and it can be hard especially if you're putting all of this you know time and effort and energy into it and then they say this one little thing and you're like oh my gosh like don't you see all of these other things that I'm doing and all this kinds of stuff and it's discouraging for sure but you kind of have to go into it with this mindset that those people are really just trying to help and I'm not saying like to take everyone's criticisms into consideration like I was saying earlier how people are like oh that's just a cute little t-shirt business like you know that's great whatever you know maybe not like take those like take those with a grain of salt definitely but I'm talking about people who are in your this industry or are your target market and are thinking about you know your idea seriously because clearly those people are the ones that are going to want to help you those are the types of criticisms that I think you should definitely take into consideration and don't let yourself get bogged down because people say certain things or discouraging comments you know people can be so nitpicky and they can find the littlest thing that you did wrong and you could get so bothered by it or you could choose not to get bothered by it because you see the bigger picture and you see what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve you know I've gotten little nitpicky comments not from very many people like I said earlier like oh my gosh you guys are so sweet and so positive and I love it so much but at the same time there's a lot of things that you don't see and there's some nasty messages that I've gotten before that are like oh you know why are you doing it like this or oh you did this wrong actually like basically pretty much just calling me out on certain things but I've learned to not let that get to me and like I said take everything with a grain of salt and I wouldn't say completely ignore everything that everyone's telling you because obviously like some things could be valid and they could actually play a significant role in how you decide to set up your business but if you're just seeing like little nitpicky things and you're just like wow I can't believe someone actually you know took the time to say that about something that I'm doing then just forget about it it's not worth it um obviously I don't think this is going to be something that maybe happens in the beginning but I think later on it could definitely be something to think about at least that's how it was for me so anyway those are the main like points that I wanted to cover there's a couple more things that I'll talk about just sharing one of my particular experiences and how putting myself out there really made the biggest difference but I want to end on since we're on this whole kind of 
business frame of mind um, is your pitch. So I don't know if if you guys are studying business or you've you know gone to business school, then you know you've probably had to do this really ridiculous thing that we all dread, and it's our elevator pitch. Or I guess this could go for most majors, but anyway, I just remember this being something at our business college that was literally like, oh my gosh, I have to do another elevator pitch. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm so sick of these, but. They're actually very valid and they're so important. If you can't put into words what your idea is or, you know, like I said, if if you're turning this into a business, what kind of business this is, what you're actually selling in, you know, like 30 seconds or less, then I don't know what to tell you because put yourself in this situation. Like if you are stuck in an elevator with, let's say, an angel investor or maybe someone that you really look up to who could essentially in turn benefit your business how would you pitch your business to them you know and you might not even have 30 seconds you might have like 10 seconds can you verbalize it and can you put it into a pitch because if you can't then you don't really know what you're selling you know and I know that's harsh and I know a lot of these things are very just like oh my gosh like not trying to attack anyone or say oh yeah you need to know how to do all these things I'm just trying to give perspective on things that I've had to do and the pitching oh my gosh that's something we had to do in my entrepreneurship class like legitimately and I honestly wish I had gotten called up like in front of the class I somehow managed to avoid not pitching like in class I pitched later on in the semester and did really well but in class like when we would do practice rounds I would never have to go up and I just remember people going up and really it's so intimidating but it's great because it's like you just want help and you just want to know what you should mention and what you should talk about so like I said there's a lot in here that is going to be getting outside of your comfort zone and if you're putting yourself in a bubble then you're not really going to get anywhere I mean as sad as that is to say like you have to get outside of your comfort zone and you have to do those things that scare you and you, I, I don't know if I should say like fake it till you make it, but you kind of have to just believe in that fear and just not believe in that fear. Gosh, I'm like struggling to put my thoughts into words right now, but I would say ride that wave of fear instead of just trying to block it out and trying to avoid it. You know, ride the wave and just see what happens and see what you can accomplish because a lot of the times you're going to surprise yourself. And even if you fail, that's okay, like I said. But sometimes you will surprise yourself. And that is what is going to remind you why you need to keep going, you know, with your idea and whatever you're wanting to pursue. So just an example of putting yourself out there. So I'm going to rewind back to my junior year yes junior year of college so my last two years of college I was pretty active in the business school at my university so we had these events on campus they were once a week and I remember being an ambassador for these events and essentially we would all just dress up really nice and pretty much just like make small talk and talk to all of these big companies that were coming to give presentations to students and essentially recruit them so this was a really really good networking opportunity you know we would have like coca-cola and home depot and just like other companies of that nature um come and speak so it was really awesome and 
yeah, I was an ambassador for that. So I had to go to a set amount of events for it. And I remember signing up for this entrepreneurial panel, which was actually an event that I had attended before I even became an ambassador. Like I had to go to one of these events for one of my classes and I just happened to pick it because at the time it sounded really interesting to me. So this is before I even like got into the whole entrepreneurial thing. Like I didn't even know when I went to this first panel that this is something that I was eventually going to pursue. I was literally just going because it was for one of my classes, that type of thing. So, you know, a year later when I saw this event again, and since I was an ambassador, I was like, oh, I want to run this event. Like this sounds super cool. So essentially what this looked like was just making sure all of the guest speakers, you know, found the location okay, and then, you know, setting up any presentations that they might have in the auditorium and like that kind of thing. So I was like, I'm definitely going to run this event, you know, because this sounds cool. This is not just one big company coming to talk to you about, you know, oh yeah, like come work for, you know, us, whatever. This was actually people that had started their own businesses. And I thought that was the coolest thing at the time. So I remember going into this event and I have no problem really talking to people, but even in this type of environment, like networking in general can be so intimidating and you can automatically feel like you're not on the same level or the same frequency as someone else, you know, because either you're still in school working to get your degree or maybe you even have like a master's or something and you're still like intimidated. I have no clue and that's okay too. I mean, this is just one of those things I think we as humans um, kind of, not despise, but it's something that you kind of have to just get used to. And I wasn't too keen on the networking thing in the beginning, I'll tell you. Like I definitely, I did this event um, or I did all of these ambassador things with my friend Kate, if she's listening. Oh my gosh, it feels like so long ago talking about this. But I remember like in the beginning, like me and Kate, like we really don't mind talking to people, but for whatever reason, like we would always get so intimidated by, you know, just all these like big people coming in, you know, like big shots, I guess you could say. And we would always just like stand in the corner and we're like, oh my gosh, like how do I go up and approach these people? Oh my gosh, you know? And soon later on, as we started doing it, it just got so much easier and, you know, we weren't afraid anymore. So anyway, going back to this event, I remember one of the ladies on the panel, she stood out to me in particular. So she was the co-founder of her own business and she got her degree in positive psychology which I thought was the coolest thing ever I didn't even know such a thing existed so of course I was like wow that's awesome like I need to go talk to her and before the event you usually get a chance to chat with all of the guest speakers or panelists we would call them but there were just so many people and I just didn't get a chance to talk to her. So I was like, okay, I'll try and talk to her after the event, even though I knew it was going to be kind of difficult because you already had all of these other students coming um, to the event. So it was just going to be like probably waiting around to talk to her kind of thing. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it because I am not the type of person to, like I said earlier, go up and like talk at these kinds of events just because it's like intimidating. But 
I knew that I'd be kind of mad at myself if I didn't like at least go up there and try and talk to her so I stood in line um with like five other students you know I was just waiting to talk to her and I was like how the heck do I make a good introduction kind of thing you know what am I gonna say like oh I think you're so amazing and I don't know so luckily I was like okay great I have this assignment for one of my classes I had to do these blog posts and it was a girl boss series that I started on my blog so I was like perfect I can just ask her you know if she wants to be featured on that like that's the safe way around kind of thing so we I got up there she was super sweet and we just exchanged like contact info and that kind of thing um and I didn't think too much of it after like I thought she was super cool and everything whatnot and then literally you guys like after this event is when I started to really immerse myself in all of the entrepreneur things and basically that meant joining you know the EC Angels that group of incredible women who were all going after their dreams and as soon as I joined that group we got a mentor and gosh I don't know if I've told this story before but if I have just bear with me but we got a mentor and I remember sitting in that room with all the other girls we had an envelope on the table in front of us and the envelope had been there for like sitting there for a few hours like ever since we had walked in and we were all just dying to like know what was in this envelope and finally we got to open it and we got to get our mentor that was the person inside and I was like oh I'm so excited like I I really wonder who it's gonna be and I'm sure you can already guess who it was but lo and behold I opened this envelope and it's the name of that lady that I had gone up and talked to so my mentor right now we're still best buds which is crazy so Talia if you're listening you're amazing and I love you so much but seriously like I was in shock I was like oh my gosh like I don't know I'm not saying that if I hadn't gone up and talked to her that you know this wouldn't have happened but it's very cool how you can put yourself out there and then at the most like unexpected moments those people can come back to help you out and see kind of I don't know just see how they're gonna have an impact on your life and I feel like this is something I think about a lot it's like people that I'll meet you know and I don't really think too much about it and I'm like oh they're fun they're cool you know whatever and then literally like a year later I'll run into them and all of a sudden they're not in my life like forever but it's like, oh my gosh, like, where have you been? Like, we literally, you know, we're on the same frequency, we're on the same level, like, oh my gosh, and then, you know, you'll start connecting with this person more, and you'll realize why they came back into your life, and why they are there for that reason, so I think this is just, like, a good example of that, but anyway, I feel like I totally ran off on a tangent, but Essentially, just to summarize everything that we went over is writing down your ideas, so getting realistic with yourself. What kind of resources do you need? Is there a need for your product or business or whatever your idea is? And do some research on the type of market that you're going into, so make sure that it doesn't already exist. And if it doesn't, think about how you can differentiate yourself from your competitors make sure that you collaborate and you put yourself out there and you're not afraid to ask people for help, you know, utilize your friends or your family or whoever it may be to help you get closer to achieving that dream. And always invest your time over your money first. And the last part is just trying and failing and seeing what happens. I mean, 
it really is as simple as that and I know all of this sounds super black and white but I really hope that I answer the question to the point where it's going to help you out and these are just experiences and things that I've gone through but that is to a T what I would say you should be doing to get your business idea off the ground so Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you guys have any other ideas or recommendations for future episodes, definitely let us know. You can tweet at Balkan Bread or send us a direct message on Twitter. And that concludes this episode. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys.